All right. Hey, you recognize as the intro music there, this is an edition of Wisdom of the Sages, where each week I take one of the old masters of achievement, principles from those that we can understand and grow from and enjoy even today. This one is titled The Magic of Thinking Big. Now, that's the title of a book, and that book was published back in 1959. That's 64 years ago at this point. Now, I got my first copy when I was probably about 30 years old. I've reread it over and over many times. I recommend that each of my children and grandchildren read it by the time they're about 14 years old. I wish I had gotten a hold of it when I was that young. But anyway, just a wonderful, wonderful little book saturated with a lifetime of lessons that we can all grow from. There are parables in there, grandfatherly wisdom, Now, David Schwartz, who wrote the book, organized it into six practical sections, and those are how to defeat disbelief and the negative power it creates, how to make your mind produce positive thoughts, how to set yourself up for success, how to do more and do it better by turning down your creative power, how to plan a concrete success building program, and how to capitalize on the power of now. Now, I'm not going to have time to go through all of those sections. I want to give you five confidence-building exercises. That's one of the primary things that I promote from this little book, and I'm going to save that to last. So I want to tell you a little bit about some of the other things in there. How to defeat disbelief and the negative power it creates? He says, cure excuse-itis. Now, that's a great word if you think about it. Stop making excuses for your health. Stop making excuses for your intelligence. Stop making excuses about your age. Stop making excuses for your luck and then destroy fear. Isolate your fear. You know, what are you really afraid of? And then remember that indecision and postponement or procrastination fertilize fear. The best thing to cure fear, take action. Debbie Clement Stone used to say, do what you fear and fear disappears. Kind of good alliteration, do what you fear and fear disappears. Well, there's that. Now we're going to come back to how to produce positive thoughts, but how do you set yourself up for success? You have to have the support of others. I recently did a podcast regarding introversion. That's okay. You can be introverted and be very successful, but you have to, in some way, be connected with other people. Otherwise, success really loses its definition. I mean, what, do you, what does it mean to be successful except for the way that you're connected with or impacting and influencing other people? So you've got to be interested in other people. You've got to work on the what he calls the scratchy parts of your personality. You have to be generous with your time, energy, and strength. So those are things you can do to move yourself forward in those areas. You have to think big. I mean, think, what can I do to add value to this room, this house, this business? In terms of people, what can I do to bring out the best in this person? And then yourself, what can I do to make myself more valuable today? Eliminate words from your vocabulary. I can't and impossible. I used to joke with our kids, you know, when they say, I can't do this. And I used to say, you know, are we Americans? Are we Americans? You know, it's kind of corny and they still remember it today, but they do remember it. We are people who can do? How can I be a better friend, better parent, better partner? How can I do a better job? What can I do to encourage my employees? I mean, what special favor can I do for my customers? Just on and on, the kind of things that you can do there. 
All right, now I want to give you these, just in closing here, I want to give you these five confidence-building exercises. This is from Chapter 3 in The Magic of Thinking Big. How to build your confidence, how to have your attitudes line up to help you, how to believe you can succeed and will. But here are the five exercises. Number one, be a front seater. And that means just what it says. You know how often, if, if whether it's a church or a chamber of commerce or whatever, people come in and they kind of slide into the back row, hoping that they, there won't be any attention on them. But you know what happens back there? You'll have a lot of distractions. If you're a front seater, you're going to be really focused on what's happening, where you are. If it's important enough to be in the room, be in the front seat. Be a front seater. Number two, practice making eye contact. Now, these are nothing that requires going back to school, taking a course, getting another degree. Just do these. Be someone who makes good eye contact. It's really disingenuous. It makes you question the, the, the sincerity of somebody you're talking to if they're looking over your shoulder, looking for who they're going to talk to next, if they aren't looking at you directly. I mean, children are quick to pick up on this. If you say you're listening, but you're looking at your phone or you're reading the newspaper, they know you're not really listening. Practice making eye contact. It'll do worlds to elevate you in the eyes of people that you're talking to. Number three, walk 25% faster. Isn't that an easy one to pick up on? Just walk faster. You can't feel low in confidence. You can't feel depressed and discouraged. If you're walking fast, just purposely walk faster. I mean, if you go to the mall and sit there and watch people, you can tell a lot about people by just watching them. I used to do that with our kids. We'd sit and just purposely watch people. And we, you can identify a lot. That's not to mean you're judgmental or anything, but you know what somebody's thinking, how they're feeling, how much confidence they have by watching them walk. So you walk 25% faster. Number four in this list of five confidence-building exercises, practice speaking up. Just, if you have an opinion, voice that. doesn't matter if you're right or wrong. Just voice it. It'll help give you confidence just by the fact that you are, in fact, doing that. And then number five, smile big. Again, you cannot feel defeated and smile big at the same time. You can't be low in confidence and smile big. You can't feel guilty and smile big. There's all kinds of negative emotions that are going to disappear if you smile. So again, these five confidence building exercises, easy to remember, easy to do today. Number one, be a front seater. Number two, practice making eye contact. Number three, walk 25% faster. Number four, practice speaking up. Number five, smile big. Again, these are principles from The Magic of Thinking Big. Great little book, been around a long time. It's only about 180 pages, so it's a quick read. You can open it anywhere and get the principles there. I encourage you to check it out. Live the principles. It can change your life for the better. <laughs>